Welcome to Lessons of Life, Lesson 4, Living 1984. <laughs> yes, that George Orwell, that was imagination running wild in 1949. Yep, he wrote it up, he imagined it, and we're living it. Yeah, baby. <laughs> It's amazing what, you know, people will say about a book. And what they're doing is reinforcing that story, you know, and it was bound to come to life because they started teaching about it in colleges and things like that. But, on the other hand, so is J.R.R. Tolkien's works. There's just as many university classes about his work in The Hobbit and The Lord of the Rings. And both stories are the same story, but one comes at it from the dark side, which is if you're looking at life objectively, this is what you're going to see. And what the other one is, is coming at life from the subjective side. You know, and this is what you're going to see. And yeah, you're going to have trials and tribulations, but you're going to, you're going to be all right. It's all good. <laughs> One of the more interesting things about 1984 is it points out the pattern quite clearly. Oh no, that's not what happened. We say this is what happened, you know, and not learning the lessons of history and changing them and then stating that the one that was the enemy before is now our friend. How did you not know that? <laughs> Now we're going to torture you for not knowing that the enemy is now the other guy. You know, and no, I know who the enemy is, and it's not him, it's you. You know, and him finding love, being afraid, you know, and then finally just, I don't give a damn, go ahead and kill me. I'm staying in my imagination, okay, with this babe that I love. And, and you can do whatever you want. I don't fucking care. <laughs> you know, and it's just a darker version of the story. And and because people kept repeating the story and it was a bestseller and all this other stuff, you know, it comes to life. It's just a story. You can change the story. You know, and it's... Part, and if you step back and look at it, which is what I love to do, is, is look at the big picture. You know, you can step back and see how humanity has set up the stage to bring that to life. And it's great. And it's been going on since he started writing it before it got published in 1949. So, you know, uh, they're meant to happen. It's in Doctor Who, one of the um, episodes is an explanation of that there are points in time that you can't change. They were meant to happen. You can't stop it. You can't stop it. That story's told and it's already in motion and it's about to end. You can't stop it now. Momentum's going. Just trust in God and know it's all working out great for you. 
and it's all working out great for everybody else. And this is how you get tripped up because you get put into the middle of a story. And then you're, you're conditioned to adopt the story. Okay? And then you start recognizing the pattern. And then you're like, wait a minute, wait a minute. You know, I don't think so. Nobody thinks like that. Get over yourselves. You know, and then you see the media with the influencers and we're verifying him and that's false news from them. <laughs> and it's just, you know, you got to laugh at it. Really? You know, spy versus spy. That's come to life. How ridiculous is that? It's ridiculous. And once Obama got caught, you know, spying on the Allies, and we all just kind of laughed at it, spying on others kind of stopped. You know? Sure. Those who want to play that story are going to play that story. You know, but the way we spy stopped. And it's just funny. It's really hysterical. Now, most people are going to say, 1984 is not hysterical, blah, blah, blah. Then they're looking at life objectively. Okay? It is hysterical. Step back and look at it. You're living it. Thank you, George. What a great story. You know, but I don't like it. You know, I, it was a fun reading it, but I don't want to live it. So, no, no, no. God forbid that happen. I know that's never going to happen. Not in, not in my world. Bam! Bye! <laughs> and it starts working its way out. You know, now that you are aware of the laws of mind and you understand that it is your imagination that is creating your reality. You don't necessarily suspend your belief when you read a book. But you do state, I'm going to watch this with an open mind. I'm going to read this with an open mind. And if I like it, great. And if I don't, I don't. <laughs> That's just how it is. And remember the, the hacks of, God forbid, rocks. You know, you can watch something, get all caught up in it and all that other stuff. Then when it's over, you just, well, God forbid that ever happened. That was a great story, but God forbid that ever happened. You know, and and it does. It stops it in its tracks. And it's just about understanding, you know, uh, the real meaning of the 12 laws of mind and the law of attraction. You know, you vibrate your state of consciousness, the sum total of all your beliefs and thoughts. And so when things happen to you, you have to look at it as it's bringing you your good. And it gets wrapped up in your beliefs. For example, you're driving down the freeway. And some speedster comes running up. Uh, looks like he's going to hit you. Swerves over to the left past you. Cuts off. Cuts you off so close. But you don't wreck him. He just keeps going. And you're cursing him. 
But the reality is he did that because you believe in speedsters and you believe people cut off others. But you also believe you also, you know, always get the perfect parking place wherever you go. And so he was part of the story to slow you down so you could have your perfect parking place. So don't fall for, you know, upsetting yourself reading stories like 1984. Those things were meant to happen. But now that a majority are aware of what they are doing, they can sit down and watch a show, a film, read a book, listen to some music, you know, and get lost in it and come out of it and say, you know, that was a really great story. God forbid that ever happened. But there's some great lessons and nuggets in that story. And then that story is just a great story for someone that when they need that nugget, they'll be led to it. You know, um, this is why some stories you see coming to life and some stories are never written down. They're just told. For example, there's a man who was engaged with a woman at the turn of the century. And they fooled around. And she got pregnant. And he said, well, see you later, alligator breaking her heart and he wasn't going to marry her anymore so she killed herself and her brother was so distraught he took a gun and well it was the gun she killed herself with and he took that gun and he went to the man's house and said I'm going to kill you with this bullet and shoots at him and it goes into the, he misses, and it goes into the tree next to the man. And the brother goes home and kills himself. Fifty years later, the man goes out and buys dynamite. Because he thinks that's a good idea for getting rid of that tree. It's time to get rid of that tree. And he's forgotten about the bullet in the tree. And who knows why he thought of dynamite. But he did. And he stuck that dynamite under that tree and he blew it up. And that bullet came out and hit him. And killed him. <laughs> we are currently living the story of 1984. And people forgot about it after 1984 came and went. And got caught up in the year 2000 bug and all that other stuff. So they forgot about it. So it started making itself alive. <laughs> and then it just, you know, starts appearing. And we can get into all the, you know, stuff like the Utah facility that houses everything that the NSA you know, vacuums up. So much stuff they'll never be able to go through at all, but you know, it's there. 
for when they want to bring up evidence. And they, it's there for, it's like the, uh, like the movie about, you know, the thought police. It's the same kind of thing. It's the same thing. Okay, it's the same story. And it's really kind of funny because nobody likes that. And everybody's made it pretty clear, you know, yeah, we don't like that. And we want change. So things changed and they don't do that anymore. You know, they do it to an extent because they have to go through courts and stuff like that. And all of that's getting cleaned up. And that's why you, we experience the FISA court uh, abuse and all that other stuff. It's a story. We're just playing out George Orwell's story. <laughs> it's all good. That's Pops in there. God and man. Playing Comfy. God and man. Playing Snowden. God and man. Playing Trump. God and man. That's who's doing it. So smile and laugh and be happy and life is sweet. Somehow it's all bringing you your good. And this is the lesson of 1984. And it's the lesson of entertainment as a whole. That these stories come true. You know, that first they're imagined, then they're put into some creative form. A painting, a story, a song, a movie, a book, and then it comes to life. Some negate them and some don't, and they just come to life. And that's what we're living. So it's not, you know, you don't have to live 1984. A lot of people are. Some of them are living King Arthur, and some of them are living, you know, The Hobbit, and some are living Harry Potter. However you want to look at it, it's all the same story in the end. It's all a freaking story. <laughs> there is no fiction. So it's a good thing to remember that. And it's one of Neville Goddard's teachings. There is no fiction. Okay? Get your emotions and feelings all caught up in that story. All you gotta do is say, well, God forbid that ever happened. You know? Or that's great. You know? Some of the funniest movies, the ones that we love, or how these little things happen that make the whole story come together. And the movie, Absolutely Anything, it's currently on Netflix and a lot of other streaming uh, providers. But it is on Netflix, and it's just hysterical in laughing at how these stories come together. There's also another movie, The Secret of Happiness. And this man is a psychologist who ends up going on this journey for happiness. He's looking for happiness. And it turns out that a ink pen saves his life, you know, in more ways than one. And it's just hysterical. So it's things like that, you know, that um, give you these messages. And really, if you can watch that movie, The Secret of Happiness with Simon, um, with uh, Simon Pegg, 
you'll see the end of the movie. He found the answer. It's all about love. Because really it's tasteless cardboard or bitter and nasty without it. It's all that matters is love. So if you see everyone with the eyes of God, then you see them with love. You know there's a backstory. You know that's why they were made. For me, the movie The Secret Santa Vittoria shows me completely how all of it comes together to bring you your wish. She wanted her husband to be honorable and respected and loved. And, you know, when she finally lets go, it's the Nazis and the fascists and all those things coming together to bring it to her. Without those Nazis, without those fascists, it wouldn't happen. So, it's the story. You know, she believed in fascists, she believed in Nazis. They were there, and she had to. They were constantly in her consciousness. So they're part of your story. The story that's bringing you your good. You know, you can accept your good and always get it. But how do you know to do that until you flavor it up a little bit with your desires? You know, but there does come to a time when I know what I like and that's all what I want. I don't have any other desires. I like beef. I like chicken. I like shrimp. I like pork. That's all I'm going to buy. I've tasted fish. I've tasted lobster. I love lobster. It's great. You know, but I love shrimp more. <laughs> So I'm not going to go out of my way to buy lobster. It goes on sale, I will. You know? It'll be worth it if it's on sale. But a pound of lobster is no different than a pound of shrimp to me. And shrimp's better because it comes in little bite-sized pieces. And that's just me. <laughs> Some people love lobster. It's great. You know, but the prisoners in Maine had a strike because they thought they were being fed crap, lobster all the time. Mud bugs. <laughs> yeah, that's okay. I know a lot of prisoners in the country who would love to have those mud bugs. So I hope this helps. It's just a story. Just read it like a story and then say, what a great story. God forbid it ever come true if it was one of those scary stories or something like that. You know, but like George Orwell's 1984 or his animal house. But on the other side, wouldn't it be great if the hobbits made it home? Yeah, you're darn right. Because everybody is going home the long way around. And it's great. I hope this helps. Blessings to you. And thank you. Thank you for being you.